Hey, it's your girl Ashley Easton, founder of the Amateur Expert brand, and you're not going to believe what we have coming up for you next. Ooh, tell me more. Hello, 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 everybody. It's your girl Ashley, the Amateur Expert, coming to you live today for this episode of Talk Tuesday. I will be interviewing Victoria to talk about her career path, her idea of success when she first started out compared to her idea of success now. Um, and the tips and motivators that she used along the way. She's in the room, so we will get started. Um, we were supposed to do a tutorial of me icing some cookies, but um, I botched the recipe. So we're going to go live tomorrow, and we're going to finish the live tutorial. But here is Victoria, so let's get started. Hey, Victoria, how are you? Hey, Ashley, I'm doing good. How are you? I am well. So if you can, please introduce yourself. Tell us who you are and what you do currently for work. Sure. So my name is Victoria Castanelli. Um, I graduated from Johnson Wales University in um, May of 2018. Um, I worked in Newport, Rhode Island as like a lead pastry cook. I was running the station and everything. Um, and then I ended up getting a knee injury that I was, you know, recovering from, which is how I fell into decorating cookies. Um, mm -hmm. So right now I am currently moved back to Connecticut, moved back with my family. Um, and I am going to Southern Connecticut State University. I'm pursuing my MBA in management. Um, and I am also slowly building up my baking business, which is not what I had planned. Uh, and I'm just feel so grateful and honored that I can even do this. So yeah, I'm very excited to do this interview with you. I'm excited to have you. And so we met, oddly enough, at the iHaven cohort. You're in cohort three. I was in cohort two. Yes, you're in cohort two. You were I'm, cohort one. I was great. cohort one. Yep. Okay. And I came in randomly on a Tuesday or Thursday night. Um, and Sharon had asked me, she's like, are you coming in tonight for class? And I was like, no. Was, it, was Tom there? I think yes. Tom. Yes. Tom Nasser. That, was a great, love, that was a great meeting. I love Tom. And so we sort of went around the table and you said what you're doing. And I was just like, this is awesome. So I'm so happy that we connected and that you're on this show. Yeah. Um, and then you told me about what you were doing. And I was like, this whole concept of our podcast and just interactions, just like talking about people's stories. I just think that's absolutely amazing. Uh -huh. well, and I listen you. to a ton of podcasts too. So you're in my rotation. <laughs> I appreciate that. Um, and the funny thing is that I at one point thought I was going to Johnson and Wales. And so it's just so funny that our oh my gosh, really? Of, yeah, I really thought that that was going to be my path for hospitality management. Um, but this isn't about me today, it's about you. So <laughs> tell me, uh, when you were a little girl, what did you want to be when you grew up? And what was the motivating factor behind that? So when I was very little, I always said, first it started off, I wanted to be a dolphin trainer. Because okay. when I was in kindergarten, my family, we went to Disney World. Like my grandfather had a condo in, in Florida. and Not Disney, excuse me, I went to SeaWorld. Okay. And um. I got called to go down to the dolphin show and got no to like way. give a fish. Yeah. So like as a six year old, that was absolutely surreal. Um, and then I was like, I'm going to be a dolphin trainer. I'm just going to feed fish to dolphins all day. Like that is like as a child, that was it. And then, you know, as I was getting older, I was just like, okay, a marine biologist, like that's sciencey, that's whatever. Um, 
but it's actually very funny. You know, we're all quarantined. We're home right now. We're cleaning. Yeah. Um, my mom is going through, you know, I have three siblings. So we have papers from school, projects and of things course, that we kept. So we're going through everything. And we actually she found a paper that she kept from in sixth grade. I wrote a there was a prompt from my teacher that was like, if you could open any business, what would it be and why? And I wrote that I would open a bakery. No way. And I, I literally had the most out-of-body experience reading this the other day because all of the reasons that I put in the paper, like watching people eat my food makes me so happy, like getting to share that happiness and joy with people, those are my drivers and my motivators like now. Wow. And so to read like sixth grade was like 2008, I think. But so to read from 12 years ago, like literally the same things on paper that I never planned to go this route. I went to culinary school because I was like, okay, cool. I'll work in kitchens. And the universe was just like guiding me. Like guiding uh, everything happens for a reason. Way. And like to find that paper was absolutely surreal for me. That is amazing. That is amazing. So yeah. when did you pivot? Well, what did you, what would, what did you think success was when you were, um, following the dream of becoming a dolphin trainer or marine biologist i i don't know if i ever really had an idea of like what success was mm -hmm. like that was never like a tangible thing for me if that makes any sense um i have a very strong family connection and like my family is very close i also have a massive Italian family on my dad's side and then my aunts and uncles like on my mom's side so I just have a huge family so I think just success for me was just getting to you know having a house that you could share and have mm -hmm. people over and just share spend that time with yeah so that, makes sense. that was kind of that's kind of how I thought of success I like it. Just and like so, being with people you love yeah absolutely um and then so how did you pivot from being a dolphin, wanting to be a dolphin trainer to actually um, applying for um, Johnson and Wales and wanting yeah. to be um, in the culinary business. So that actually happened afterwards. I was actually initially looking at schools originally for audio engineering and music management. So um, like total okay. pivot from marine <laughs> biology. I love concerts. I love going to shows. I love live music. And I was like, I want to work in the music industry. So how can I do that? That would be like successful. So working the audio, the soundboard at concerts, like yeah. that was my dream through high school. And it was probably like junior year of high school. Um, again, big Italian family. So there were lots of graduations and birthdays and weddings and whatever. So we had we had like just a ton of parties and my brother has a severe Trina allergy. So my mom would always bake. Like we always baked growing up in my house. And that summer in particular, I was just like totally going crazy with like Pinterest recipes. It was like the beginning of the Pinterest craze. Okay. So I was on it all the time and finding recipes, things to cook. Um, and I made some kind of cookie for a party. And one of my cousins was like, why don't you go to culinary school? And I didn't know that that was a job that you could have. I didn't know that you could get paid to cook. And I was just like, oh my gosh, like that <laughs> kind of makes perfect sense. And I am more yeah. creative. So I like, um, I took all the art classes in high school. I was always painting, drawing, reading, like really involved with the arts. I worked the yeah. lights for my school plays and stuff. So the decorative kind of creative aspect of 
the baking and pastry route versus like the culinary route because you can choose the two one of the two at Johnson and Mm -hmm. Wales yeah so that was really what drew me into baking and pastry and then I started at Johnson and Wales in um, fall of 2014 and they got you right off the bat in those like lab classes so like day one I had my first lab rotation was chocolates you're like making ganache and making like bonbons like right off the bat hands-on and I really think getting that immediate immersion was Mm -hmm. really what like I got sucked in I just immediately got sucked in that's so and now here I am (laughs) at you now and so what is your idea of success today um I would say my idea of success today is just being fulfilled in what you're doing and feeling like in your soul that what you're the work that you're doing is is satisfying you like you're doing it for you you're not doing it for other people what you're working for is for you and it took me a very long time I think I mean I'm not that long I'm 24 so like <laughs> long time you know it's all relative but I you know I worked and I had all I've had all kinds of jobs and I just think being happy like life is too short not to be happy and satisfied with what you're doing and for sure I just fell into cookie decorating because I was, I had a knee injury, I had surgery, I was recouping and I was so creatively stifled. I was like, what can I do sitting down? And I can spend hours on Instagram scrolling, watching people flood videos. One of my very good friends on Instagram, um, we connected, she's a cookier in Florida and she's so talented and she's been such a huge support for me going into like this. So just doing the work for yourself is really that's success for me and being happy in what you're doing. Um, so I just heard you say cookier. Is that? The, yes. So <laughs> is that the what cookier you call community? Yeah. I'm, I'm do, I do cookies and cake. So I'm, okay. I kind of just call myself like a baker. Okay. Um, but the cookier community in, um, it's like Instagram. So you call yourselves. I love that. that is so it's really, cute. it's fun and cute. <laughs> I love that. Um, and so you were going to teach me today how yes. <laughs> <laughs> how to um, ice, properly ice a cookie. Um, yes. I botched the icing recipe. Um, That's right. But Third time's a charm. <laughs> third time's a charm. So tomorrow, <laughs> tomorrow we will do the live demonstration. But what I want to talk to you about is I think your – I think I remember you saying that your um, cookies are um, dietary specific, like they are. Yeah. So um, a big focus of what I do is gluten free and vegan baking. That's kind of when I have a brick and mortar location, that's truly my goal is to have like a really good rotation of gluten free and vegan products. Um, My mom is gluten free as well as you know, many people in my life are gluten free. And it's very hard to find a gluten free product that like, actually tastes good and isn't dry and cardboardy in your mouth. Yeah. So I've done a lot of like experimenting with different flours and kind of the gluten free and vegan baking kind of substitutions. I just want it's it all circles back to like just giving somebody food that they can eat and enjoy and feel like excited about and just giving somebody who has a dietary restriction something that tastes just like what mm-hmm. they're missing out on like I, I want to be able to give that to people so that's a big part of it and then also I'm like nut free and the goal 
for my brick and mortar location one day is to be 100% nut free because growing up with a brother with uh, severe nut allergies, it's very hard to, you know, oh, yes, there's no nuts in this physical product, but, you know, it's made in a facility, so it's not 100% guaranteed, right. and yeah. it's just so scary with the allergies and everything, so, yeah. Um. <laughs> That is perfect. Yes, I got my package this morning, and I was so excited. So um, I actually should have tasted one of the cookies, but I was just so dead set on getting the, the icing set straight. But tomorrow, it's going to be fine. Yeah, tomorrow, we'll have a decorating party. We'll be on here again. Yes. And everybody who comes on to watch will get a sneak peek of what my next cookie kit that I'll be doing for my like little Connecticut area Um with sprinkles and cookies and icing. So I love it. Yeah. And so um, tell me what you've, you've made different. Um, my roommate's in here and she's very excited. She tried to help me too, but we didn't, <laughs> we didn't do well. Um, you guys are going to do great. You guys should both be on the decorating call tomorrow. Just we will do make, it together. We will make that happen. It'll um, be so fun. <laughs> we will definitely make that happen. So, but I want to know you've made, um, very like almost drastic pivots along your like career path or like what you thought you wanted to be. Yeah. Um, what are some like tips and motivators that you use along your journey? Um, definitely follow your passion. I would say is the biggest one. And for me, I've kind of been figuring out along the way what my passion is and I'm sure there will still be evolutions. Mm -hmm. um, really as scary as it is, like trust the process I have had truly the most like roller coaster past like year and a half of my mm -hmm. life and I'm just like finally at the point where I'm like okay all of that craziness had to happen to like lead me to where I am right now and that the the craziness that I'm feeling in my life right now currently like it's leading me to somewhere where I'm meant to be in the future so it's just kind of trusting that process um and then I would say like a third one is this is just a funny thing my dad always says, um, like, put your big girl pants on and get her done. And so, like, if Legit. I'm feeling, like, stressed or crazy or whatever, like, I just, like, hear my dad's voice in my head, just, like, get her done. And I just, like, all right, let's go. It was, like, time to do it. Buckle down. Um, and my mom actually found a sign that basically said, like, put up, pull up your big girl panties and, like, get them done or something like that along the same lines. Um, and I actually, when I was in my apartment in Rhode Island, I had actually hung it in my bathroom. So that way, like, when I was up in the morning brushing my teeth, I could look at it and be like, yes, one, I have my family support, like, no matter what. Mm -hmm. And two, like, I got this. And that was just, like, you know, the morning mantra deal, like, tackling the day. That is so important and so good. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Um, and so what's something that you have learned or that you're still in the process of learning that you wish you had learned sooner? And I think you might have touched on it a little bit, but if maybe you can just expand upon it a little bit. Yeah. Um, something that I struggle with um, a little bit is just knowing your worth and knowing that what you have to offer is like your time, your time is important. Your time is money. So like, like cookies, for example, it's, you know, it's very time consuming, but like the delicate detail worth. And mm -hmm. initially I hadn't priced everything accordingly. And, you know, that's a lesson that I learned and I am still learning of, you know, how mm -hmm. to value my time and my, the skills that I have learned that I spent the past, like basically six years, excuse mm -hmm. me, the past like six years kind of learning and growing and 
still continuing learning and growing every day. Like your time is money and it's worth it. And like invest in yourself because it will just pay off. And I'm still like, I can say that, but I need to listen to it. <laughs> you know, it's like, I have to just take it in, but yeah. That's actually really good. And so important. Someone was just telling me that yesterday. I like making websites for people and I just do it like for fun. And yeah. um, um, I was told that I need to send, need to start sending invoices and I'm like, Ooh, oh yeah it's so difficult it's because so it's something scary. that it's I so do hard. as a passion so but I totally yeah. that makes a, whole, a lot of sense you have to realize yeah. that you're worth and then I was also told right add tax so like get exactly yes. what <laughs> get your get exactly I learned that one worth. from the I Haven meetings <laughs> it's so important it's so so important Absolutely. um well my dear so maybe you said that so tomorrow we're definitely going to do the tutorial um yes the cookie that you made, the cookies that you sent me, so excited okay. to taste them tomorrow. They are gluten-free and vegan, or what are they? Uh, those are just, those are regular. Those aren't gluten-free. They're just, okay. like, regular flour. Okay. Um, but I do do gluten-free ones as well, and then I also do vegan. I Perfect. Like, cakes and cookies, too. Okay, cool. And so where can people find you online? So I am on Instagram at Castanelli Pastries. I'm also on Facebook of, um, under Castanelli Pastries. And I'm in the process of building like an actual website. Um, it's a little bit of a struggle, but like we're getting there. <laughs> I can help you. Oh my gosh, that means so <laughs> <laughs> I can totally help you. Um, okay, and so are you currently only shipping to Connecticut? To people in Connecticut or like what's, how yeah currently right now i'm um just doing uh, like fairfield county new haven county um of connecticut like that area um for cookies and cakes um looking to expand but i have to figure out the like licensing part okay. of that so as of right now i'm exclusively to connecticut sorry to everybody not in connecticut but yeah, but you can see all of my work on Instagram. I'm constantly posting videos and pictures of cookies. <laughs> so if people want to get kits, they also have to be in Connecticut. The cookie yes. kits. Okay, very the good. I just, kits, wanted, yeah, I just wanted to be clear. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, and so maybe today you can teach me, I know you're teaching me how to do the icing tomorrow, but what's something that you can uh, share with me today? I am the amateur expert and claim to know a little bit about a lot. So what's something, a random tidbit of information that I can say Victoria taught me? Um, I can tell you like the origin of wedding cakes and kind of how that all started. Sure. Yeah. So wedding cakes actually date back to ancient Rome, um, but it wasn't a cake. They used to um, take a loaf of bread and break it over the bride's head, which would symbolize um, fertility when all the crumbs fell down. Mm -hmm. And then the guests would like rush the bride basically to get a little piece of crumb for good luck. Wow. So the first one in cake wasn't actually cake. It was bread. That is super cool. And I would have never guessed that. So thank you so much for sharing that with me. And I look forward to our tutorial tomorrow. Um, yes. uh, again, so you're at, tell us where you are uh, on Instagram and I Facebook. Am, yep, I'm on Instagram under Castanelli Pastries. And I am on Facebook under Castanelli Pastries as well. Perfect. Thank you so much for doing this. And we'll be back tomorrow. Awesome. Thank you so much. Have a great night. Thanks, you too. Bye. Bye.